we start Slichas every year, we begin before Rosh Hashanah, minimum of four days before Rosh Hashanah. And Chazal or Mesachin that we should always start on Sunday or Matzah Shabbos, having in mind to have at least four days. So in this year, it ends up being more than four days. <clears throat> there was a special hakpada, the Chazal had it should begin on a Matzah Shabbos. So let's try to understand why it is that there's this minimum of four days and why is it so important to begin a Matzah Shabbos. So there's two answers to the question and they both work together and demonstrate an important mindset we have to have when we begin saying slichas. The Ramah says that the, the meaning of Ashkenaz is to begin the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah with at least four days of Slichas. And Mr. Bura explains that the reason is, he brings it from the Ali Rabbah, he says that the reason is because when the Torah commands us to bring a carbon, there's a chiv to be mevaker from mumen. You have to check it, you have to screen the carbon to see that it's perfect. It shouldn't have any blemishes, it shouldn't have any mumen. It's, it requires a minimum of four days. It was a four-day process. The truth is that there are like over 70 different possible movements that a carbon could have. And it took time. It took time to examine it with a fine-tooth comb to make sure that it was truly perfect. And it was a four-day process, minimum of a four-day process. And Rosh Hashanah is unique because the Torah, when the Torah commands us to bring a carbon, the Torah usually uses the language of vehikravtem oila. You'll be makriv. A carbon oil, whereas on Rosh Hashanah the Pasik says, Vasisem Oila. You'll make an oil, and Chazal say what that means is you'll make yourself into an oil. On Rosh Hashanah, we don't just bring a carbon, we bring ourselves along with that carbon. There's a concept of being makriv yourself as a carbon in front of a Kaddish Baruch. Hu. And if we're going to bring ourselves as a carbon, then it requires this four day minimum inspection, this four day minimum bikur that every carbon requires to be perfect, to be without blemish. So that's why we have to start Slichas four days before. The Leket Yosher was a Talmud of the Trumas Hadeshen, one of the later Rishonim. He explains why Chazal were Makbid, we should start Matzah Shabbos. And he says the reason is because Shabbos, he says, is a time of Simcha. We have, it's more elevated service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're on a higher level. Shabbos, nobody works. We're able to devote time to Limud Torah. We're able to devote time to Einik Shabbos, to keeping the mitzvahs of Shabbos. We enjoyed Shabbos, and we acquired through that a measure of Simcha Shal Mitzvah. And he says, Ein ha-shechina shayra lo'imitech asfus, el-imitech Simcha Shal Mitzvah. We want the Shechina to dwell among us require Simcha Shal Mitzvah. So Chazal wanted us to begin Slichis on Matzah Shabbos, coming off Shabbos with the Simcha Shal Mitzvah so we can bring in Shechina together with our Tefillah of Slichis. So each one of these approaches gives us a perspective on what we're trying to do here in Slichis. Rav Aaron Kotler asks a very interesting question. He says, how is it that we start saying slichas and we say a vidui, which is the culmination of the slichas and the point of the slichas we should get to, 
we say some Ritzoy, we say some Putin, we daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all so to create an Eitz Ratzin, and then we say Vidoy, Hashem, Nubagadu. That's what we're coming to really say when we say Slichas. And he says, how can we say Vidoy? We haven't done Tshuva yet. Tshuva, there's a process. And that's why we have a Saras Yumei Tshuva. And we work on ourselves and we think about it and we do what we can do to do Tshuva. And then you say Vidoy on Yom Kippur after the end of the Tshuva process. But if you say Vidoy before you've done Tshuva, that's what's known as Vidoy Peh. You're saying Vidoy without really any plan or any mahalo how to do Tshuva. It's one of the Al-Chaits. Al-Chait Shechatonel Fenecha Bevidoy Peh. Just to say, Hashamnu, by rote, without meaning anything by it. So how do we start the Yom Nerev? Start saying Slichas, saying Vidui. It's, it's the wrong order. We have to first do Tshuva. We have to go through a process first before we can start saying Vidui. This is the question of Aaron asks. So he says an interesting thing. He says when we're saying Vidui here, it's very different than what we're doing on Yom Kippur. The Vidui of Yom Kippur is true. That's the culmination of the Tshuva process. That comes after Harata, Aziva Sachet, and everything that we do to do Tshuva. During that Sarah Sumay Tshuva. He says, that's the Vida of Yom Kippur. We say it ten times. We confess in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu what we've done. He says, not what we're doing in Slichas. In Slichas, we're doing something else. We're talking about the Chatayim so that we can bring it to our attention. We're saying, Ashamnu, Bogadnu, Gazalnu, Dibarnu, Doifi, so we can start thinking, maybe I did that. Maybe I'm not as perfect as I'd like to believe I am. If we don't stop to look, if we don't stop to think, if we don't begin any kind of process, then we'll, you know, coast along and think that we're not perfect, but, you know, it's not not doing that bad. And that requires a vidui, to read through it and to see what's there, to know what's expected from us so that we can begin the process of tshuva. That's what this vidui is. And in this way, we call Slichas before Rosh Hashanah Bikor. We're checking the carbon, we're checking it to see what it has, what's its situation, what's its, what condition is it in? Is it fit to be brought in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Car- Making yourself a carbon means you want to come very, very close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You want to offer yourself up. To give yourself totally in, 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 in devotion that I'm, I'm going to serve you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, now totally. Yeah, yeah, you have to be holding by that. There has to be something there. So we say the Hashem to start acknowledging who we are. But then that makes another question. What if we find something? So what if we find the Chatayim? We probably will. So then we have a mum. Then what? So then we can't approach Rosh Hashanah? So then we can't come in, we can't do Vasisa Milo. What happens next? So here's the beauty of this process. The Pasuk in Shir Hashirim says, Kulach Yafa Rayasi Umum Ein Bach. Kaddish Baruch Hu tells Klal Yisrael, Kulach Yafa Rayasi, you are totally beautiful, you're perfect. Mum Ein Bach, there is no Mum in Klal Yisrael. The Archaim HaKadosh explains this. On the Pasik that we say in Malchias, Lahibit Avim Biyakov, Lehra Amul Bi Yisrael, Shamalakab Imai, Shruas Malach Bai. 
Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't see oven be Yaakov, he doesn't see evil in Yaakov. Lo'ira Omal be Yisrael, he doesn't see anything troubling about Klai Yisrael. Hashem Alekav Ima, Hashem is with us. True as Malach Bay, we have the friendship, the friendship of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. He explains, oven is the outcome of, the, of an Avera. Poyale oven. People who do Averas create oven. Oven is evil. It's the power, the, the tumor that, that an Avera creates that tries to drag us down. Is the ruach, the spirit, the metzias that Averis create, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Loi ra amol be Yisrael," <clears throat> which means that Klal Yisrael doesn't get dragged down by Averis. It creates, he says, a filth. It needs to be washed away, but it doesn't affect us. It doesn't change us. We don't become Baalei Mumen when we do Averis. We need to be cleaned off. But it doesn't change who we are. When we're doing the Bikur, that's what we're looking for. We're not looking to find Averis. We're looking to see past Averis. We see the Averis we understand that when we offer ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have to offer something perfect. Kol chel of Lashem, when you offer carbon to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you have to bring the best thing you have. And in order to bring the best thing you have, you can't just pick randomly from your flock. You need to check it. You need to ascertain, you have to clarify that this is the best thing, the most beautiful I have. That's a beaker of Dalaj and we say the Asham, the Bagan, the Gazana, we realize what we've done, we realize where we are, and then we see past it, and we see who we really are. That's what we're doing in the Slichas, Da'al Jam and Lufnei Rosh Hashanah. We're doing a Bikra and a Karbin to see that the Karbin has no Mum. To see that every single person in Klai Yisrael, Kulach, Yafarayasi, Mum, Eim, Bach, every person has that perfection within him. And yes, there's what to be washed, there's what to be cleaned, this is what that's necessary to make this into a beautiful carbon, but a mum, there are no mumin. And that's how we can offer ourselves up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a carbon. Acknowledging that means that we can truly accept the responsibility upon ourselves. Knowing that we have that perfection within us, knowing that we have that potential, knowing that kulach yafarayasi, mum aim bach, is a tremendous obligation. And that's what we're telling ourselves when we say, but this is not who we are. We are roy to be a carbon. We're worthy of being a carbon. These things have to go. And we can offer ourselves up as a perfect carbon to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why we say it right after Shabbos. That's why it flows from a Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Sim- Shabbos, we're elevated, we can appreciate what we are. We can appreciate our value. We can see ourselves the way we're supposed to see ourselves. When we do mitzvahs, when we do Avedis Hashem, when we learn Torah, we're elevated, we're spiritual. That's how we walk into Slichas. There's another approach to saying Vidui before going through the Tshuva process to answer Ivan Cutler's <coughs> question. The Sefer Yad Akhtana on the Rambam, Lachas Tshuva, and he writes that although it's true, Vidu is the culmination of Tshuva, 
and vidim is meant to come after a person has azivasachad, he's given up daber, and he has charata, and the whole process of tshuva, that's when it's supposed to happen. But he says, there is a value to vidui without all those things as well. He says there are times when we're entrenched in what we've done, we're entrenched in who we are, and it's very hard for us to see how we can change. It's very hard for us to be honest and to say, it's going to be different, I'm going to do differently, next time I get the temptation, I'm going to overcome it. It's just we can't picture it. We don't see it in ourselves. We don't find that strength. And it's hard for us to see in Aziva Sachat and Acharat, it's just we're not holding by it. We can build up a huge amount of resistance within ourselves when we do it very too many times. And he says the first step in that case actually is Vidui. That's the first step. The first step is the acknowledgement. If we do acknowledge, if a person can find it within himself to say, this is what I'm doing, admit it. I'm doing Oshamnu, I'm doing Bogadnu, Gazalnu, I'm doing that. If a person takes that first step, he has that acknowledgement. He says, to use his language, he says, Gamzois Nechshav Lechuva Mamish. That also is considered Chuva Mamish. And to understand that, what it means is, is that. Everything is a process. And what HaKadosh Baruch Hu demands from us is the process. And there is a process that Vido is at the end. And then there's part of the process where Vido is at the beginning. If we are able to do the whole process, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu demands from us. If we're not able to do the whole process, HaKadosh Baruch Hu demands from us start the process. And we can start it with the video as well. And what's so interesting is, is that it's so important that it comes before Rosh Hashanah. It comes four days. This kind of video comes four days before Rosh Hashanah. Because of the chashivus, the importance of coming early. We see this clearly by David HaMelech. David HaMelech, we know, sinned, Avera, Batsheva, Batsheva, which Chazal say, it wasn't really an Aver, which means, according to our rule book, it wasn't an Aver. But on David's level, it was an Aver. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends Nasan Hanavi to tell David HaMelech, inform him and rebuke him of his sin. Nasan Hanavi weaves this whole story about how there was a poor man, he had a sheep. That was the only sheep he had, it was his only possession. And he loved it, his family loved it, it ate with them, it slept with them. And then there was a rich person, his neighbor, that had a guest and decided he wants to feed his guest a dinner. And he didn't take any of his own sheep. He took this one single sheep that the poor man had. So he asked David Amalek, what do you pass judgment on this person? And David Amalek immediately says, he was infuriated. And he says, the person is a Ben Maves, he's deserving of the death penalty, and he has to pay four times the value of the sheep. And Nasan Anavi immediately tells him then, you're this person. That's what you did. You took Uriah to his wife. You have so many wives. The whole of Klai Yisrael is open for you. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you everything. He made you the king. He appointed you over the whole of Klai Yisrael. What don't you have? And he says what David HaMelech's punishment is going to be. And David HaMelech says, Vayomer David al Nasan chatasi l'ashem. I sin to Hashem. Vayomer Nasan al David gam Hashem hever chatas chalai samas. 
Hashem has removed your barrier, has forgiven you, you won't die. David doesn't give any justification. He doesn't give any argument. He doesn't give any explanation. He just says, He immediately starts the Vidui process. The Gras has a fascinating part on this. He says there's a psik. That's that straight line in trap. As soon as David says, there's a psik. And it says, He says, David Melch wanted to say the whole Vidui. He wanted to say, And Nasan Hanavi interrupted him. That's the psik. He was mafsik. He interrupted him. As soon as he said, already forgave him. And the Gra says that this is the chant in the Pasuk in Tehillim. David HaMelech says, Chatasi oidiacha v'avoyni loichisisi amarati oida alai pshai l'ashem v'ata nososi avoyn chatasi sala. Chatasi oidiacha. I told you Hashem I sinned. I told you Hashem chatasi. Avoyni loichisisi. I wasn't trying to hide my avaris. Amarti, I was ready to be misvade, all my averes. Vashem. Vaata bayu You already carried my aver, you forgave me immediately as soon as they said khatasi. The power of not waiting, the power of not pushing it off, not procrastinating, not trying to make justifications, not trying to make explanations creates a tremendous Esratzen by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we come four days before Rosh Hashanah and we start immediately with a vidui, nothing preemptory, nothing else, we preempt saying Chatasi. That creates a tremendous Esratzen by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're ready to acknowledge, we're ready to admit, we're ready to say vidui, we know what we're doing and we know what we did. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Gam Hashem Hever I accept your various, I remove them, I carry them. You don't have to worry about that anymore. So those are the two concepts that we approach, the vidui of slichus, of before Rosh Hashanah. We are being mevakir ourselves, we're checking ourselves, we're checking ourselves to see the various and then to be able to see past the various. To see what HaKadosh Baruch Hu really does expect from us. Kulach yafarayasi mumein bach. And we are here to acknowledge. We're here to begin the tshuva process by admitting and knowing what we are, where we stand, who we are, what we've done. True, we might not have thought it through yet. We don't know what we can do to change. We don't know what Kabbalah we can take. We haven't figured out Kabbalah al We haven't figured out Aziva Sachet. But we know one thing. We can acknowledge what the truth is. We can acknowledge where we're holding. And that itself will create a tremendous ace. Russians and Kodesh Baruch should be Mikabal all our tefillahs.